I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Hi guys. <laughs> Ev's here also. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> how's it going? I am taking my turn to be the oppressively depressed member of the podcast. It's Fuck a freaky you. Friday situation. This week I'm depressed and Sophie is covered in cum. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slander me like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing good, but I'm excited to have a nice, intimate personal conversation with my best friend recorded for all to hear (laughs) good i knew you weren't doing good that's why i brought you kombucha thank you (laughs) podcast i can sense it podcasting is actually self-care sometimes (laughs) discourse around self-care is bad it's like sometimes not doing self-care is self-care whoa (laughs) go off (laughs) six Yeah, no, I'm dead. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm here with my polycule. I have my notebook, a microphone, Sophie, a rock star, pure zero fruit punch, and a ginger flavored kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I'm here with my polycule too. It's uh, you, mm-hmm. my laptop, my mm-hmm. lizard t-shirt, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Google Drive on my laptop filled with roasts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you been doing? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was like sick yesterday, so I ate like Dairy Queen and watched almost the entire first season of The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like you understand more about the feminine struggle? I don't know. I'm like kind of attracted to Elizabeth Moss now, which is a problem. Ew. I know. It's like, it's bad. <laughs> Dude, her eyes are on opposite sides of her head. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's a problem. Okay, that's so weird. I also, kept waiting for her to fuck Alexis Bledel, and it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I keep being like, oh my god, I'm depressed, and I keep trying to make jokes about how I'm crushedly oppressed, but then like bailing at the last second or being like, or maybe I'm just about to get my period. <laughs> 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 I mean, maybe. <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went out on Friday. Friday yeah. night together. We went to my ex-boyfriend's birthday party who's like gay now. <laughs> is he kind of? Yeah. He's sort of gay. He only hangs out with gay guys, so Yeah. Something's He seems gay. Something's afoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sophie did karaoke. She killed Thank you. outcasts Thank roses. You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to retire that one for a while after I got yelled at. Because you said the word bitch like a hundred times? On International Women's Day. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know it was International Women's Day. I was celebrating my 19th birthday. <laughs> it was just around the same time. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it was funny. Also, like, guys, if you're ever at karaoke and you're thinking, should I do a song with rapping in it? You have a couple of questions to ask yourself. Are you Sophie Hayes? <laughs> if not... Probably don't rap at karaoke. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for giving me permission. Uh, some other some other karaoke tips, guys. No anthemic songs. 
Okay, here's a list of fan songs from karaoke. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Don't Stop Believing. Mm-hmm. Black Horse and the Cherry Tree. Gives You Hell. Anything by Adele. Yes. Anything by Mariah Carey, unless you're doing it ironically. Nope, even still. I think you can do We Belong Together. Yes. If you recognize that you can't do the high notes. Don't do a song where you belt. No. The number one thing that I don't want to see is people that are good at singing doing songs that are specifically chosen to show that they're singing. If you're doing a ballad at karaoke and it's not to just be performatively sad in a funny way, Total Eclipse of the Heart, always fine. That's fine. Always fine. I would even argue, like, Take a Bow, Rihanna is okay because it's kind of like a meme. That's funny. Yeah. What else is completely banned? My way. Okay, yes. Psycho Killer. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, Creep. Yes. The the favorite song of middle-aged men. Yeah, and then it's like, dude, this is like a harsh look in the mirror. You know yeah, what I mean? They're, it's embarrassing. You're showing a lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. when you sing Creep because it's like, no, you're a- you're actually Creep. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. cute. Heart-shaped box. Band. I'd say anything by Nirvana, but we know yeah. how I feel about Nirvana. Yeah, but yeah, I would. I tend to agree with that. Obsessed with the guy that... <laughs> okay, <laughs> this guy crop dusted us so badly, <laughs> danced away, danced straight up to the stage, got on stage, and immediately started singing Baby One More Time. <laughs> that was that guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can fuck with Britney at karaoke. I love Britney at Always. karaoke. Also, yeah. I think people should do No Doubt more. Yes. People don't do it enough. Yes, agreed. Yes. Show tunes? No. The only show tune I will ever accept is Tits and Ass from a Chorus Line. That's no. It. That's the only one I'll accept. Hmm. Sorry. I don't even know that song. It's funny. It, they renamed it. It's called, like, uh, Dance 10 Looks 3. It's about being ugly. Okay. But having good tits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Disney songs. No. They're shows that, adjacent. That, yes. That guy did fucking kill doing BR Dust, though. Which was funny. I... But, like, it's only because he was in a gay bar. Like, if he did that anywhere else, it wouldn't have been acceptable. It would have been a horrible energy if he did it anywhere else. He was like a middle-aged gay dude doing, like, BR Dust. So it's like, okay, this guy did obviously play the fucking candlestick oh, yeah, he's in, been in community like, theater. a community theater <laughs> yeah. production of Beauty and the Beast. So it doesn't count. Yeah. I think that people should do more Evanescence. Yes. I yes. did Evanescence at yes. karaoke once yes. and fucked it up really bad because okay. the lyrics were messed up on the screen. Okay. And then I just immediately left. Good. Yeah. I did Going Under. Yeah. And then I left immediately. <laughs> i'm really worried that i'm gonna get like in trouble at the spa if i just keep playing whatever music i want to when my bosses aren't there yeah but i think it's so funny i think it's sick <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> middle-aged women can fuck around and get their eyebrows microbladed to evanescence i literally don't care. Care. <laughs> let's talk about stuff all right let's do it okay so Let's talk about something that we've all been thinking about. Joe Mm -hmm. Biden, fucking Democratic nominee, aka Uncle Backrubs, has been officially accused (laughs) of being a sex pest. We all, like, this has been an undercurrent of Joe Biden's entire thing is that, uh, you know, he's not great with women. I think he is the definition of a sex pest, not, like, a predator. He's yes. just gross. He's just a creepy old man. Exactly. He's a dirty old man. Mm-hmm. And he's been a dirty old man for 
such a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. I also can't believe he's running. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's this is a, a a nomination that was born of all those like liberal Obama on Biden fanfics. Oh my god, yeah. The, the I forgot sh- about that. The ships. Yeah. yeah. That was so gross. Uh, <laughs> like where was the journalistic integrity? When BuzzFeed was doing the pieces about Obama and Biden's bromance, like, we didn't all know that that was going to bring on Joe Biden fucking running in this election. I know. It's irresponsible. I know. So, or sorry, in this primary. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Go off. Go off, King. (laughs) I was explaining my friend the other day. My friend was asking me, like, what is a sex pest? And uh, so, like, my definition of what a sex pest is, is just somebody that uh, does a lot of very creepy things, but can't actually necessarily be described as a predator. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, let's say somebody that's just sending weird messages, somebody that's a little bit too touchy, Mm -hmm. somebody that isn't super cognizant of, like, personal space. Possibly, I would even go as far as to say people that are coercive about sex. I had to explain this the other day to somebody, too, Mm -hmm. and I think our definitions are similar. I was like, Mm -hmm. well, it's someone who does things that aren't necessarily, you can't label them a predator just by doing those things, and they haven't done anything quote-unquote bad enough to get me tooed but if they were to mm-hmm. you would look at all of that behavior and, and say people, that it establishes that it a, established a precedent yeah exactly yeah but there's just nothing that's come out that's mm-hmm. like quote-unquote obvious enough right to label them a predator exactly so joe biden over the years has been basically accused of all sorts of lightly inappropriate touching and stuff like that but a woman actually came forward this week Mm -hmm. and lucy flores accused him of kissing her on the back of the head during a campaign rally in 2014 in nevada okay yeah okay lucy flores No relation to Jake Flores, comedian and leftist podcaster. Okay. Lucy Flores, the former Democratic nominee for lieutenant governor of Nevada, made the allegations against Biden on Friday in an essay for The Cut, an arm of New York magazine, writing that Biden made her feel, quote, uneasy, gross, and confused in 2014 when, at a campaign rally in Nevada, he kissed her on the back of the head. That's so gross. That is my exact definition of how I would say a sex pest makes you feel. It's not a violation. It's a general... Exactly. It's a general, uneasy, slimy... Makes you feel gross. You're like, do I have the right to feel bad about this? Exactly. It's confusing and weird. So, Biden's spokesman, Bell Russo responded and said neither then nor in the years since did biden or the staff with him at the time have an inkling that miss flores had at any time been uncomfortable nor do they recall what she describes okay but vice president biden believes that miss flores has every right to share her own recollection and reflections and that it is a change for better in our society that she has the opportunity to do so (laughs) okay so basically they're saying it didn't happen, but she's allowed to think that it happened. And that he's glad that she feels like she can accuse him of being a sex pest 
if Be- she feels she needs to, even though it's not true. Because <laughs> because feminism has come so far. That's like, so what did get fucking saved, dude? Okay. That's kind of genius. So that was the official statement, which is, like, such a weird combination of, like, a denial of facts, gaslighting, and then being like, but feminism says we should listen to women, so, like, fucking go for it, honey. I'm with her. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then Biden made a statement himself, and he said, I may not recall these moments the same way, and I may be surprised at what I hear, but we have arrived at an important time when women feel they can and should relate their experiences, and men should pay attention, and I will. I will also remain the strongest advocate I can be for the rights of women, blah, blah, blah. I will continue to surround myself with trusted women advisors who challenge me to see different perspectives than my own. Like, so he didn't really apologize. He just made a longer statement. Yeah, he didn't really address it directly either. No, at all. Exactly. Which so. I guess he can't really without either saying that she's lying or admitting that it happened, right? Exactly. Hmm. Anyways, continue. Oh, I was just going to say that I've heard a lot of people saying that, well, of course she's saying this now that he's running, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't she say it before? It's like, well, what would have been the point? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Of course. And it's like, so in a lot of these cases, when people decide to come forward with allegations, they're almost like forced to do it at a time when the person is getting the most attention because mm-hmm. it just makes it more difficult to ignore Yeah. Like, if you think about it, as soon as Obama stopped being the president, she probably was, like, happy because she could stop seeing fucking Biden in the news all the time. Yeah. Now that he's a Democratic nominee and she's still involved in, like, that political party, she essentially, like, has to deal with it all the time. Yeah. So that's one reason. Second of all, doesn't matter how late you come out with allegations. No. In my opinion, It hasn't even been that long, either. No. No. And I'm really, frankly, disappointed but not surprised in all the liberals that are saying that she's just using this as a takedown tactic for Biden, particularly because she did endorse Bernie Sanders in 2016. Okay. And people are are using that as evidence that she's just... Like a dissenter? Yeah, an an, an operative (laughs) who's, like, essentially a plant to stir doubt in, like, Biden's potential... Uh, Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes. No, (laughs) no, of course. But it's like, you know, people are saying, like, oh, she's, she's doing this to kind of, yeah, like, stir doubt in his ability to be president or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well... Yes. Of course. Literally, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, people are saying, acting like it's a whole thing, and it's like, well, the liberals keep talking about how Donald Trump is a predator. Of and course. And they're like, oh, Daddy Biden, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Like, of course she's saying it because she thinks people should know that he's yeah. not someone that necessarily people should be advocating for as the candidate, right? Yes, of course. And if these people believed in the principles that they purport to believe in, these liberals, specifically these white liberal feminists, Mm -hmm. actually stood for believing women unequivocally. They would believe Lucy Flores, but the problem is these people don't believe in their own woke talking points. They just weaponize wokeness in order to... To push their own agenda, yeah. Exactly. So as soon as people essentially said Donald Trump is a sex pest, that was a reason why it was anti-woman and it was anti-feminist yeah. to have Trump in the White House. As soon as similar 
accusations are waged against Biden, then they are calling her a liar Mm -hmm. and essentially a political operative for the insidious Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) oh he's so dangerous (laughs) but it's like okay let's say that there's maybe more allegations that come out and it's like harder to deny the Mm. fact that biden is almost definitely a sex pest right oh for sure there's so many pictures there's so many like we know women yeah Yeah, there's so many pictures so let's they're obviously ignoring those pictures let's say there's more people that come forward they're just gonna spin it another way right like they're gonna talk about Oh, like, I don't know, some toxic masculinity bullshit. Men don't know how to read boundaries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is a thing that we can all learn from. Like, they're never gonna... Admit that it's just like, this is a person... That is That has like this, this problem. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And also, the other thing is, too, again, obviously I'm not a Trump supporter, but it does play into, like, civility discourse and how liberals love that. And it's like, so they'll say... That let's say a Joe Biden type of sex pastry, which is like, you know, Uncle Backrubs, whatever, mm-hmm. unwanted touching, yeah. kissing and stuff is worse than, let's say, Donald Trump saying... Grab her by the pussy. Disgusting, vulgar yeah. things like grab her by the pussy, yeah. which is words. It's not physical, physical assault, but it's like <laughs> incivility discourse what are people more able to brush away like an unwanted touch or someone saying something openly distressing yeah exactly (laughs) anyways i'm frustrated (laughs) fuck joe biden yeah seriously he should he needs to just fucking kick it already (laughs) yeah and you know what he's so old and you know what's so annoying too is like there's probably been so when people advocate for like let's say whisper networks you know, like, stay away from so-and-so, and and it's not because, you know, he's a a predator or he assaults people or whatever. It's just, like, he's a creepy guy. And I've I've said this multiple times with people where it's, like, there are so many people that I know that I would never call out, but if anyone that I know was going on a date with them or something, I'd be like, yo, listen, not a cool guy. I almost (laughs) did that today, actually. Okay, if we want to engage something like, let's say... A whisper network or whatever. People have ignored that about that open secret about Joe Biden for so long. Mm-hmm. Now it's finally out in the open. You guys want your social retribution or whatever. You want your fucking Me Too movement. Here's here, here's here's your, Me Too here's your opportunity where you can fucking put your money where your mouth is. Believe Lucy Flores and say fuck Joe Biden, but like. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think part of the reason for that is because, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Me Too movement has no sort of concrete legislation or anything behind it that people can actually use to, like, have beyond, obviously, like, talking about what Mm -hmm. happened. There's no, like, concrete steps that you can take against people with this Mm -hmm. movement, right? And to quote, to quote Heidi Matthews, yeah. there's no legislation behind it, so no. it only benefits people that are already in positions of power. There's no unified goal. There's no markers that can be observed to make sure that people aren't picking and choosing which victims they're going to mm-hmm. believe, so that this, so that Me Too and similar discourse can't be used as like, like I said, weaponized wokeness mm-hmm. or like a tool for vindictiveness or like pushing your own agenda or whatever. Anyways, fuck Joe Biden. 
like, we stand Lucy Flores. Yeah. And, like, it's cowardice <laughs> to say that she's coming forward with these accusations because she's <laughs> a Sanders supporter. Yeah, that's so stupid. And also, it's like, is she even a staunch Bernie supporter? And or now, did like, what she do just we... endorse him? Yeah. Exactly. That like, doesn't... <laughs> whatever. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something else that I'm really angry about. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm angry. Hannah Montana. Guys, <laughs> listen. Fuck Hannah Montana. Montana. <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> Miley Cyrus recorded a video of herself... Mm-hmm. In a lift, listening to Best of Both Worlds by Hannah Montana, okay. a.k.a. Miley Cyrus. And she said, it's the best of both worlds, guys. Like when you take an upper and a downer at the same time. When you smoke <laughs> a little weed and, and you bake a molly too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, ew. She's been doing all these. So first of all, she changed her hair. Yeah, it's blonde now. To be with the bangs. Mm-hmm. Like Hannah Montana style. So immediately rumors started stirring about that. Then she posted that video. But one thing that she's doing that's really gross is, so I mean, like, yeah, she's stirring rumors of a reboot and the Jonas Brothers are back. And like, woo, it feels like it's 2008 again. Apparently Drake and Josh are working together again. I was also going to say I was at the drugstore on the way here and I saw the cover of Cosmopolitan Magazine right now has all of those... Orange County, California socialites from that era on the cover, too. It yeah. had Heidi Montague, no, Lauren Conrad, Whitney Port, Misha Barden. Oh, my God. And some other chit that I didn't recognize Why? on the cover. Yeah, so, like, The Hills, Laguna Beach, The O.C., uh. all, in a, all in a convertible being like, get in, bitches, we're unpacking all the drama. It's, uh, well, it's 2008 The real... The real, like, cool girls of L.A. are back. So anyways, it's basically 2008 now. Again. Great. But one thing that's really <laughs> gross is, like, so yeah, the her posting that video being, like, the best of both worlds, a song for children, like, when you take an upper and a downer at the same time. She also memed, like, a picture of herself hannah montana darb when she had gotten like caked in the face on the show and yeah. posted it and captioned it like i said not in the face and then captioned it again and was like honeymoon phase like she had fucking comma all over Ugh, her face obviously and it's so disgusting it's disgusting she was a literal child when she was acting on that show and when she was making those songs and she shouldn't be spinning them as an adult, it's gross that she's to be about sex and drugs. I know that she's been sexualized and, you know, like forced to be an adult from a really young age because she was obviously like a child in Hollywood. Yeah. But still, like, it's like, do yourself a favor. It's, well, yes, but it's like also fucking think before you do shit like that. Don't show a picture of yourself with cake all over your face when you're 14 years old and then act like it's cum. She like, needs a I fucking don't know publicist. if I'm being yeah, but I don't know if I'm being like a prude or like a no, scold. You're here, not. But I think that that's really disturbing. Who would who at who that isn't a sorry? An owl in the family. <laughs> yo, yo, fuck Farley Moet. <laughs> Would anyone who isn't a celebrity do that to a photo of themselves when they were 14 if they weren't looking for negative attention? 
No. So. Well, no celebrity would either. You know what yeah. I mean? Were you a Hannah Montana fan? I was. For gay kind reasons? Of. No. Okay. It was like fun. For like, straight it's a fun reasons. Show. Yeah, for straight reasons. <laughs> I don't think it was for gay reasons. I never watched it. I wasn't a huge Hannah Montana fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was like, a little old. But my sister really liked it. Okay. So. I was too old for Hannah Montana, too. I stand for the original blonde bitch with bangs, Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Squad. Squad. Up. Up. Um. Yeah, my sister really liked <laughs> Hannah Montana, though. Yeah. I am glad that the cast is still friends now. Like, Miley and Billy Ray still hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That is admirable that they were able to wor- work together for so long and still stay friends. Uh, yeah, no, my Disney Channel, like, TV show picks were definitely, like, Lizzie McGuire, That's So Raven. Yeah. And even Stevens. Okay, so we came up in the same yeah, era of the and, Disney like, Channel that. then. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The yeah, best, yeah, yeah. uh, the best sketch comedy show. Mm-hmm. For children or adults. For, no, literally, though. Literally. <laughs> bring back all that. Yeah. Um. The Amanda Show. Good spinoff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Should we just move on? Yeah, let's just move on. Okay. She sucks. Yeah. Fuck Miley Cyrus. We've already said that on this podcast. Okay, but she's... Okay. Do you think she's doing this Hannah Montana was punch shit because A, people are seeing that people freak the fuck out about the Jonas brother... Thing, or do you think it was probably already in the works? Or do you think she's doing this Hannah Montana's punk now? Aww. Like, as if Miley Cyrus is punk. And talking about, like, dreads and, like, come on her face and stuff, too. Because she's still reeling from uh, worrying that people might think that she's, like, a trad. Tri- yeah, trad <laughs> because she got straight married. I think it's that. I honestly don't think it has anything to do with the Jonas Brothers. I don't think there's anything actually in the works. I think mm-hmm. she's just like trying not to seem trad and is also like famously like a little unwell <laughs> at she's, times. I think she's just rattling the cage yeah. of still reeling from how fucking people first of all made fun of her for getting trad married. Yeah. But second of all, doubly made fun of her when she acted like it was radical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's like, oh, Hannah Montana's punk now. Little uppers, downers, little jizz on my 14-year-old face. (laughs) She should bring back her sativa face. Uh, (laughs) What? No, I hate weed Miley Cyrus. No, not weed sativa. What? No, not what is it called? Salvia. I'm Salvia. sorry. Fuck, I'm stupid. Yeah, her like Salvia phase. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> she like smoked Salvia at a party when she was like 17, and it was like a big thing. She's about my age, right? I think she's older than you. I know she's a Sagittarius. Yeah, she is. And yeah, she's it was a, a whole thing energy. where she was like, Salvia isn't mm-hmm. even illegal. <laughs> like all that. Type yeah, of stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. She made it kind of like popular. I remember that being a huge thing around, like, when I was in the end of high school, people watching videos of people getting fucked up on On Salvia Salvia. and just being insane for, like, 90 seconds. Like, the video of the dude jumping out the window. Yeah. Like, doing, like, one hit and then just jumping out the window. Oh, and his girlfriend's there, too. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he thinks there's, like, crocodiles or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a huge thing. I remember people were, like, actively doing Mm -hmm. Salvia My friend accidentally smoked Salvia in high school once because someone told her it was weed. That fucking sucks. Yeah, it sucked. I just don't trust, like, uh, I mean, obviously, so what I get drunk, so what I smoke weed, right? Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, like, 
<laughs> this is a sweat podcast. Um, I do smoke a lot of weed, but I've never had any interest in smoking like off weed. Yeah, you know, like fucking with like salvia or like spice, spice or yeah. k- fucking K two, which I know is spice, but like <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst is people who smoke that and don't tell other people that's what it is. Well, of course. And then give it to people, right? Of like, course. My friend, my other friend in high school accidentally smoked weed laced with LSD. Yeah. At a grad party. Okay. Which was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's the type of stuff that makes my mom be like, you never know what's in marijuana that you buy on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. I might not have told you this, but it's so funny. I was at the nail salon this week. The nail tech who was doing the chips nails beside me was fucking insane. Okay. Like, okay. She started talking about science. Okay. And good. she explained schizophrenia to her client, <laughs> okay. who was a nurse. Yes. Did her client want to kill herself? She seemed like she was being really, really struggling to be polite, but yeah. it was so funny. The nail tech was like... Yeah, I know someone who taught schizophrenia from smoking too much weed. I don't know what his family history was, but... (laughs) Uh. And I literally was sitting at the table beside her getting my nails done, and I just went... (laughs) (laughs) And and then I had to pretend like the girl that was filing my nails had hurt me. And make her feel bad. And then she felt bad. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. And then she was like, are you listening to their conversation? And I was like, yes. And she was like, welcome to my fucking life. (laughs) I like your nail tech. Yeah. And I was like, true. I want to kill myself because I'm only here for an hour and a half. This shit has to sit beside her for eight hours a day. She's, She's just going on and on and on. And I was high. Can you imagine how upset I would have been during this interaction you if would have I was said something sober? To her. I was high and I had coffee. Like, can you imagine if it was nine in the morning and I was not under like <laughs> ideal circumstances? I would have been like, "Shut the fuck up!" You literally would have t- said something to her. <laughs> I like, know. You would have been like, "Can you stop?" I would have been like, "You can't catch schizophrenia <laughs> from smoking weed." And then she starts talking about. She's like. It's a one in a million chance that human life even started to exist. Anything that could be an alien is actually just an amoeba floating around in space. I think about space all the time. I love the space. She talked like walking into a Reddit thread. <laughs> Our ambient. <laughs> <laughs> she literally talked like the one for women that post reaction gifs. R slash troll X chromosomes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. She sounds awful. That was my experience with hearing somebody else talk about getting their brain broken from smoking weed. (laughs) I told that to my mom, who used to work in healthcare for a long time, and she was like, like I've said, my mom is staunchly anti-weed, but she was like, that's not how it works. She's like, you already have schizophrenia, and then you smoke too much weed, and it, like, brings about psychosis. And I was like... Thank you, mom. <laughs> Thank you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Anyways. god. So um, let's talk about laws in Quebec <laughs> with our Quebec correspondent, Sophie Hayes, everybody. Don't call me that. Our Quebecois correspondent. Our Quebecois. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, guys, my family's from Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You heard it here first. All right. So. For the fourth time, 
the government of Tibet, this is our Can Paul segment for today, everybody, <laughs> has tabled a bill which would essentially just continue their project of state-sponsored secularism. Yeah. So essentially, the bill is called Bill 21. Tibet Minister of Immigration, Diversity, and Inclusiveness, <laughs> Simon Jolet Barrett, tabled the bill, which is a proposed laicity legislation on Thursday. So it's a long-awaited secularism bill. It's the fourth time that they've tried to pass it. And essentially what the bill is, is that anyone who works in the public service would not be allowed to wear any item of clothing or accessory that symbols what their religion may be. Right. So teachers, public officials, police officers, bus drivers, bus drivers, like I said, anyone who works for the state wouldn't be allowed to wear, let's say, a crucifix necklace or a hijab. Yeah, or, or a turban. A turban, anything Whatever. to that effect. Religious hairstyles mm -hmm. and tattoos are allowed. Okay, religious hairstyles are allowed. Yes. Okay, so like Jewish. Because mm -hmm. I was going to say, the interesting thing is that a lot of people are focusing on, obviously, the Islamic aspect of this and how it's obviously anti-Muslim. Mm -hmm. But there is also a really high population of Hasidic Jewish people in yes. Montreal specifically, as well as other parts of Quebec. And mm -hmm. it also targets them. Yes, of mm -hmm. course. So they've tried to pass this bill a bunch of times before in the past, but it's never actually stuck. And the other part of the bill, it's really funny that this is coming from their quote-unquote Minister of Diversity and, and Inclusiveness. Yeah. And Funny that, that they being, have that. Yeah, and also it's a white guy and he's being applauded by the <laughs> Tibet Premier. It also states that when people are using public services that they could be asked to remove any religious items that they're using. So, for example, to get onto the bus, you have to like, remove your head. Women would or... have to exactly remove okay. their hijab or their niqab yeah. or what have you. So, what do you think? Well, I don't really think it's appropriate. No, <laughs> obviously not. not. That's a really reductive thing to say, I think. But mm -hmm. I just don't understand why they haven't given up yet. Well, the problem with Quebec is so, as our Canadian listeners know, Quebec is a, a separatist state. They have a lot of Quebec nationalism, mm -hmm. which is essentially very much tied into the concept of like the pure line. Mm -hmm. Like, so essentially, they're very protective of the French-Canadian culture and bloodline. Like, it, it really falls into white nationalism, yeah. essentially, a lot of the time, similarly to in France. It's if one of those things where the idea of separatism is really broad in some senses. So you have people who maybe uh, think that's being, like separate is a good idea and then they're falling into the same category as people who are white nationalists and people who are anti-muslim and mm -hmm. anti-immigration yeah because there isn't really a cohesive idea for all of these separatist parties like okay, they yeah. all say that they're separatists but they mm -hmm. all have different goals in mind right right so i've known some people who say that they think that quebec should be separate from canada mm -hmm. because obviously they're french canadian but they yeah. also don't think that canada should exist because of the colonialist history right so they think that none of canada should exist and they think that you know the iroquois nation should have a separate country and that whatever yeah. so it's 
Yeah. Yeah, there are there are definitely separatists who aren't racist. It's yeah. not like a one-to-one comparison. But unfortunately, like these The two, majority of people uh, are though. It does get mm-hmm. looped together and a lot of it becomes kind of protectiveness thing yes. about the French Canadian mm-hmm. culture and wanting to keep people out and mm-hmm. unfortunately that does have a lot of yeah like uh, anti-immigration rhetoric yeah it's really bad it's yeah so when i was a, a child i lived in quebec and there was a lot of discourse surrounding whether or not children so i was a big soccer player when i was younger and there was a lot of discussion about whether people that were participating in publicly funded sports leagues okay. would be allowed to play wearing hijabs. Yeah, that was going on remember even that? that? Yeah. yeah, that was. So Cuz that's still There's happening. a really 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 like long history of discourse surrounding these mm-hmm. issues in Quebec and Quebec is also weird. Okay, so because they basically have their own system for a lot of stuff, so they practice mm-hmm. civil law whereas the rest of the country practices common law, yeah. which is uh, of course, like the British, like the Commonwealth system, system or and they more similar the, to like, that. France-based, yeah, exactly. So you have to take, you have to do an extra year of law school in Canada if you want to be able to practice in Quebec and yeah. in Ontario. But anyways, and they also have this very weird history where Quebec and French Canadians in general were traditionally extremely Roman Catholic. Yes, but then. At what point they had a huge so cultural backlash against that? Yeah, so there was a huge shift. (laughs) Me Mm -hmm. pulling out my Quebec history yes class (laughs) from university. Um, There was a huge shift in the nineteen end of the nineteen forties, beginning of the nineteen fifties, after women got the right to vote in Quebec because well, white women, whatever, got the right to vote twenty years after white women in the rest of Canada did, yes. okay? Yes, Um. So women got the right to vote, and then birth control was legalized in Quebec mm-hmm. because it had been illegal because of a huge population of Quebec Catholics. Yes. And this is also around the time where more Protestants started coming to the country or people started converting yes. to Anglicanism, so yes. not Catholicism. Yeah. Um, and that's where there was a huge shift. So they've gone from being an extremely Catholic province to an extremely quote unquote secular province where all of their secular ideas are based in Catholicism. Well, I would argue. Yes, they're extremely conservative on issues surrounding things like immigration. Yes. But then they're also extremely progressive mm-hmm. on stuff like, let's say, women's issues. Yes. So, for example, Tibet has the best subsidized daycare programs in the country. It's mm-hmm. $5 a day about per child to go to daycare in Tibet. Also, basically, nobody gets married yeah, that's in true. In Quebec, and women never change their name, and it's actually more difficult, way more difficult to change your name to your husband's last name, or actually, isn't it even, like, not a legal, but... It's it's very difficult. Almost nobody in my family's married, and mm-hmm. yeah, the go-to is that you don't change your 
name if you're married. So, mm-hmm. well, you used to have to actually, and then yeah. they changed the law, and now it's very difficult. Yes. But one thing about Quebec relating to marriage is mm-hmm. that if you have like life insurance in Quebec, mm-hmm. you have to make your partner your beneficiary, mm-hmm. and it's non-renegotiable. Mm-hmm. So if you get a divorce, mm-hmm. they still get your life insurance benefits if you die, unless mm-hmm. the court gets a signed letter from them rejecting their right to it. Wow. So it seems like they're really progressive on issues of marriage, Mm -hmm. but it's actually still very, like, anti-divorce. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people don't get married. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You can't... Mm -hmm. This happened to my aunt. Like, you can't not give them your benefits even if you get divorced. Yeah. Unless they agree to give them back. Yeah. Which... I know. A lot of people aren't gonna do. Anyways, Trebek is following its mother country's policies of yeah. France. It's it's upholding the long-standing French tradition of being exclusionary and charmingly racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think it is? For a long time, like when even when my parents were in school, they mm-hmm. still had schools that for separate religions. Like my mom went to like a Protestant school. My dad mm-hmm. went to a French Catholic school. Yeah. And then they had a French Protestant school and they had an English Catholic school. Yeah. So I think that everybody is still like reeling from the fact that white people were oppressing each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, I don't know what the issue is. I understand that because so like the further east in Canada that you get, I think almost like the more like old old yeah. world that you mm-hmm. get so like i'm from the extreme east coast the extreme east coast the further further most east point of canada literally and it's funny because so like i was raised staunchly catholic mm-hmm. of course <laughs> and where i'm from there was even very recently a huge divide between the protestants and the yeah. catholics especially because how much of the population of the province where i come from is Irish immigrants Irish, yeah. or first generation children of Irish mm. immigrants, right? So that's a whole thing, yeah. So I was dating at one point a guy who was from Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. and so his family was extremely Protestant, and like I said, I'm very Catholic, uh, <laughs> not practicing, but my mom, the whole time that we were dating, was like, if this was even 10 years ago, you guys would be fucking throwing rocks at each other. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I honestly think that that's a big part of what's going on in Quebec. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's appropriate or right, but I think that it's really like, they've been caught up in their own infighting for so long that there's no perspective on why this is racist and why it's not okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I honestly don't understand all the Quebec people who are so, like, pure bloodline shit. Because, literally, like, I could trace my family's bloodline back to when they Mm -hmm. came and colonized this country. And that's Mm -hmm. so fucking embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's so embarrassing. How does it feel to be, like, the great, 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 great granddaughter of uh, Samuel de Champlain? Literally. And it doesn't feel good. (laughs) I don't like being the great, great, great granddaughter or whatever granddaughter of the guy who owned the field that the Plains of Abraham battle happened on. (laughs) It's not a good feeling. Your legacy. (laughs) Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, So we're just going to briefly touch on our first ever listener-suggested item. Mm -hmm. So per our Patreon agreement, we have our $10 Patreon tier is uh, access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, unpublished content, semi-occasional pictures of my feet, and also (laughs) you do get to suggest one topic per month that we can talk about. So this topic was suggested by our 
listener nate aka natons yeah n-a-y-t-o-n-s on twitter so he suggested that we live react to a trailer from the movie called unplanned so horror movie i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so we have the movie trailer here we're about to watch it (laughs) who's this abby johnson chick uh (laughs) so she used to be against abortion (gasps) oh my god she's finding out the truth about abortions oh my god (laughs) (laughs) she threw pregnancy test (laughs) is he like the gay best friend okay what is this (laughs) (laughs) okay not a horror movie okay 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 i thought that this was gonna be an abortion based horror movie me too which can I I just want to speak my dreams into reality and manifest destiny right now. Are there <laughs> any manifest destiny? <laughs> what? I am opening myself and hoping that the Lord will provide Okay. through me yes. his vessel. Yes. And saying that I want there to be a horror movie that's about abortion planets if that doesn't already exist a dread one yeah that would be sick yes can somebody please if this exists please tell us what it is if this doesn't exist and you have connects make it happen if it doesn't exist and you don't have connects join me in manifesting this happening when i was a kid and i was at Mm -hmm. my grandmother's house i read this book that was there that was like belonged to someone in my family Mm -hmm. and it was a horror book okay about this girl mm-hmm. so she's ne- really needs money yeah and she signs up for a sleep study okay but you're not allowed to be pregnant okay but she was pregnant <gasps> like she just found out that she was pregnant but she was so like desperate for money this. yeah okay. so she was so desperate for money that she did it anyways mm-hmm. and the sleep study was being run by this supercomputer that started downloading information into her baby's brain kind of like okay. the baby and the computer started talking to each other okay and classically babies are robots everybody knows that <laughs> No, and the baby got, like, really, really smart, and the mm-hmm. computer turned, like, sentient, basically. And that was my mom. <laughs> sorry. Yes. No, sorry. No, it was, like, a really That's scary... That's yeah. so weird. That's so fucked up to yeah. read as a child. Okay. So we've just watched the trailer for Unplanned, mm-hmm. and it's essentially about... This girl who gets the opportunity to be a really important figure, the youngest director ever of of Planned Parenthood, kind of. And then she is really excited about it, but then she starts learning more... About the business practices? Yeah, and she witnesses an abortion for the first time, and she's like, I saw the baby twisting and fighting for its life! Ah! Yeah, and then she's talking to her boyfriend or husband or whatever, and he's like, you've changed, think of all the little babies, Abby! (laughs) 22,000 abortions out, and I forgive myself! I couldn't figure it out, though. It wasn't like he was anti-abortion and she was pro abortion yeah and if so how are they in a relationship all right they're not fucking no i'm kidding <laughs> i don't and know and then she gets pregnant and then she gets pregnant she throws the the pregnancy test or whatever she keeps the baby she there's all these images of her running around with a little girl then she gets married her parents are like we're so proud of you you've been our baby since the moment of conception, conception. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like she goes, uh, is talking to all these women that are coming in and having a hard time or whatever. And then she quits or whatever. And then 
the corporate person is like, you've just made an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations in America, which is so laughable. Like, like this is so obviously, like, reactionary propaganda. It's such a, yeah, like, a pro-life reactionary. It's so insane because it's like, in what world is Planned Parenthood one of the most... Powerful. Like, they- They're getting defunded constantly. They're- Painting Planned Parenthood like it's <laughs> out to murder babies. <laughs> yeah, like they're like they're the stakeholders. Like they're fucking the NRA yeah. or like fucking oil and gas yeah. or something. <laughs> oil, and gas, like, and fetuses. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people that influence. How do you legislation. think they're making oil? <laughs> <laughs> renewable energy now. <laughs> That's why Plan B is so expensive. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Because it's made out of dinosaur bones. No, because they're trying to get you to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird that there's been this resurgence of, like, pro-life propaganda, especially yeah. because there's all this fucking kind of pro-life legislation happening in the states right now. Mm-hmm. So in Georgia, this past week, they just said that they're going to pass a bill which would make abortion illegal after the fetus's first heartbeat, which is at six weeks. Jesus Christ. Currently, abortion is legal until the baby would be viable outside the womb, which is, depending on where you live, considered to be either 20 or 24 weeks. So five months or six months. That's so fucked because a lot of people don't even know they're pregnant until after six weeks. So many people don't even know they're pregnant until th- fucking three months. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're um, essentially making it completely illegal. Yes. it's It's been like, ruled unconstitutional to make abortion illegal before a baby is viable. Yes. So for similar reasons, that law didn't pass in Kentucky, mm-hmm. even though they already signed it. They also already signed it in Mississippi. Okay. And they're talking about signing it in Texas, Missouri, Ohio, and Florida. That's so fucked. So some of the most conservative Do you remember states. when that, that woman in Indiana went to prison for having an abortion? No. In like 2016? No. Yeah. Do you, have <laughs> you ever heard of the happy face killer? Yeah. Okay, so the happy face killer, his daughter had an abortion while he was in prison, and he was, like, really conservative and stuff, and he wrote her all these letters being like, you're a killer too, you're not any better than me. That's disgusting. How insane is that? That's, like, an extreme level of, like, any horrible parent being like, you're exactly like me, and, like, you'll never be any different, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's so insane. Yeah, so anyways, it's it's just kind of funny that all of that... There's been, I guess, a resurgence. It's probably a fucking a pendulum effect thing. I think it is. You know, like, I, this is probably honestly just a, a reactionary response to the fact that, you know, there's been so much sex positivity dis- discourse and an emphasis on the right to safe abortion and sex education and even probably issues like trans bathroom rights yeah. and stuff like that, honestly. Yeah. Well, what I don't understand is if Republicans hate gay marriage so much, mm-hmm. why don't they let people get abortions? They're just bringing more gay babies into the world by forcing people <laughs> to give birth. I thought you were going to say statistically, they should like they should like gay unions because it doesn't. <laughs> 
bring any b- babies that are unwanted into the world. But they don't care if the babies are unwanted. They don't care if the babies are unwanted. They just care about controlling women. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> so there you go. That's our <laughs> that's our that's our live react to unplanned. I want to know how it ends. Yeah, me too. Like, Honestly, what's their fucking point? We should pirate that movie as soon as it becomes we available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we'll watch the Do a live whole stream. thing. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, do you want to talk about the internet? Yeah, the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Okay, not to be a bit repeater, <laughs> but I've been accused of it. But let's talk about whether or not Italians are white. Let's just talk about it. So. Sophie Hayes. Yes. Of Sophie Hayes fam. Thank you. From Dumb Bitch Media. For recognizing me. Sent me a tweet this week from somebody else whose at handle is at Pernilla Writes. Yeah. <gasps> she blocked me too. Jesus Christ. I have screenshots. This is drama. She blocked you too? Yes. Guys, this is live. I have screenshots. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're not editing this out. This was her original tweet. This was her original okay. tweet, yeah. So she said, this Pernilla chat, look, as an Italian, I'm pretty pale. Just look at my profile pic. But not all Italians are. I took after the northern side of my family, but in the south, they are much, much starter. Anyway, we aren't white or POC. We are Italian and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So I retweeted it and said, Italians aren't white. Then she replied and said, dude, here are pics of me and my cousin. I'm Italian. My whole family has been Italian going back to at least 1400. We have documents from that era, probably have been Italian even earlier since we were nobility at the time. Okay, big flex. (laughs) We are pretty Caucasian if you ask me. And I'm like, that's not what you just said, bitch. So she now she's white. Yes. So then I replied and said, uh, shake my head, monarchist, Italian nobility trying to to erase the proud intersectional history of the Italian working class, including me and my two plumber dads, Mario and Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) And then she replied and said, no, and please don't. Can you listen to actual Italian people who actually live in Italy and have roots in here for centuries or no? (laughs) And then I said, I am Italian. Perhaps you've heard of my father, Mr. Eastside Mario. (laughs) And then she said, not true. Are you actually Italian or are you American? Like, whatever. She kept going. She said, sorry if I'm being aggressive. I'm usually chill. It's bothering me so much that non-Italian people, this includes Italian Americans, try to brain blah, 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 blah. Then some other guy said, I'm a salt here. I second this motion. It's like, what the fuck? Anyways, so... Ev, you're doing a really bad job at amplifying Italian voices in the race conversation. What you're saying is that I need to listen to actual Italians. Italian nobility, specifically. I need to know why I have two ears and one mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's to listen to Italians and let them speak. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm so so sorry for the harm that I've done in the Italian POC discourse. People really exposed themselves on this thread, though, because it was obviously a joke, and then you had people being actually racist. I know. And then some guy came in and was like, Italians aren't white or POC. They're just Italian. Ugandans aren't black. Ugandans are Ugandans. And I was like, so what like nationalism trumps Trump's race? race that's such a european take it's 
it so is. funny. <laughs> Neither of those things actually matter to me. I just think it's really funny to pretend that Italians are Latino. <laughs> Pernilla, 20. Very chill. She blocked me, guys. It would have been a more in-depth review of of the beef, but I think I'm going to retire the bit, but if anyone still wants to send me shit about Italians not being white... She'll view it with her two eyes. Please, please, I will, I will do my best to center Italian voices <laughs> from here on out. Thank um, you. If anyone has any recommendations for good Italian artists that I can... Uh, amplify their voices. Yeah, if anyone knows any good books written by Italian authors, I would, I would love to read them and educate myself. Uh, <laughs> I really just think that I need to unpack some of my own biases and really just <laughs> learn. And guys, to bring it back to the Quebec nationalism, my uncle, who's from Italy, who grew up in Quebec, if I asked him if he was white, mm-hmm. he would say that he's French-Canadian. And that's fair. So that tells you something. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have a dumb bitch this week? I don't have a dumb bitch. I have a beef because I didn't actually talk to this person. Okay. All right. It's a beef. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So the first thing I need you to do is I actually need you to look at this this girl whose profile I found on Tinder. Okay. Okay. So just tell me what you think about these photos. Okay. okay. So cool. first, she's at prom. Yeah. She's matching. She's wearing a pink dress. She's matching her boyfriend who's wearing a black on black suit with a pink tie. Tacky. Okay, Gerard Way. She looks different in that one. Same guy. What do you think about the guy? He's ugly. He looks like a hockey enforcer. So I know someone, mm-hmm. and I don't remember who it is, who showed me a picture of this guy before. Okay. And she was like, this guy's gay. Okay. But he's been dating a girl for like eight years, and they met in hairstyling school. Okay. And he like won't admit the fact that he's gay. Okay. So I recognized this dude when I saw this girl's profile. Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me read you the bio. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name. Okay. 22, hairstylist. Six kilometers away. Mm-hmm. Married couple looking for a babysitter. Just <gasps> kidding. Fun and adventurous couple looking for a threesome partner. We're 420 friendly and enjoy a few drinks occasionally too. Fun facts. Proficient spooners. Make amazing breakfast. Never been addicted to crap. <sighs> Angel emoji. Dog owner. Netflix enthusiasts. If the world were to end tomorrow, what would you do today? Spelled wrong. Thoughts. Okay. First of all, I was freaking the fuck out when it was like married couple looking for a babysitter. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Would you have a threesome with these people? Absolutely not. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I wouldn't fuck either of them no. on their I- individually on their own. No. I, if I broke that couple in half, I still wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awful? But okay. If he's gay, he's trying to dodge one pussy. What the fuck is he doing trying to well, get involved with Well, it doesn't say what kind of threesome they're looking for. True. Can I just say, I fucking hate it when people make jokes about people being addicted to crack. And I know, I know that that's my own sensitivity showing. No, it's so stupid. But it's like... I hate that it's the last frontier of wokeness that it's cool to be able to make so many people that purport to be woke and would cancel you over something fucking stupid like Italian people aren't white. Make fun of addicts. My podcast is about bi erasure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, uh, would actually feel perfectly fine making fucking hack jokes about poor people and addicts and sex workers like that's yeah. like the literally 
the last <laughs> group that you're allowed to make jokes about, and it's like, fuck you. Well, so, guys, in Ottawa, mm. there's been a huge spike in overdoses the past week. Mm-hmm. From fentanyl and opioids, whatever. And, um, guys, I'm putting them on blast. The Wellington Diner Mm -hmm. made a post on their Facebook page and their Instagram that was, like, making fun of people who overdose. What? So it was like, here, I'll find it. I'll read it to you. Sorry, I'm putting them on blast, guys, because we need to not support them anymore. So in September, they had a drama because Mm -hmm. on 9-11, they wrote on their sign outside about their brunch and they wrote having two pieces of bacon at breakfast makes you 200% less likely to be a suicide bomber (gasps) and people were mad about that but people Mm -hmm. still fuck with them and then today they posted after literally like 10 people died this week in ottawa Mm -hmm. and the safe injection sites are getting closed down in case of over medication and then they list a bunch of things like advil ambien aspirin codeine demerol oxycontin whatever contact Mm -hmm. poison control cannabis contact the wellington diner yeah yeah that's fucked up yeah and people have been commenting on the posts and they've just been deleting all of the negative comments and blocking them why didn't they just delete the posts because they're cunts yeah a girl i went to high school with who was really good friends with one of the guys who died commented Mm -hmm. and she was like this is so insensitive like yeah and they just like deleted her comment and blocked her oh my god so that she couldn't leave a review (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah i hate it when people try to be funny on their brand social media accounts that are just like fucking bad at it i know it's yeah it's disgusting yeah fuck them anyways horrible tinder profile <laughs> no good jokes nope i have um, beef with them if i ever see them in person he does not look like a hairstylist no well but... i didn't screenshot it but there's a picture of him with like kind of the haircut i used to have but mm-hmm. like hot pink hair hmm yeah ladies if you're not sure if your boyfriend's gay, just ask me and I'll, <laughs> I'll find out for we'll you. Let you know. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a dumb bitch of the week. It's time for dumb, dumb bitch, bitch of, of the week. Stead one. It's on Instagram. I just woke up from the weirdest dream. We were running down an aisle in Walmart and you were training me to steal on the dough. Does sound like me. Training me to steal on the dough while carrying me in a shopping cart. Then once we exited, you hate fucked me in the elevators. LOL. Oh my God. Yeah. Could have ended it at the first part. Yeah. And Sick. also like, I don't know you, so you don't need to tell me if you had a dream about me. Prefer you didn't actually. I actually would ra- way prefer that you didn't. I wouldn't tell you if I had a dream like that uh, about you. You know what? No. <laughs> like, probably for the best, but it's like, that is a flattering image of myself that I like. Yes. Teaching someone to steal in a Walmart. Yes. Leaving, hate fucking them in an elevator. Yes. That's all totally fine with me. If you have The brand that dream. is strong. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's fucking weird to send someone a message like that. Yeah, like, and is this just a random Instagram follower? Yeah, so <sighs> I have attended maybe less than five parties that this guy was at oh, okay. in, I don't know, let's say between the years 2013 and 2016. Jesus, okay. Yeah, so not super chill. Oh, what are you um, up to? Yeah, actually, speaking of guys that I think are gay, that guy kind of would throw me off. But anyways, so, yeah, hit me up if you're trying to slide through and learn to steal at Walmart. (laughs) 
I bet he didn't even have that dream. He probably just made it up. Maybe he was just sending me something that he thought that I would be responsive to. Yeah. At least he understands (laughs) what I'm about. Someone did a joke recently. You were there. And they were like, have you ever left Walmart paying for everything that you had? And I was like, good question. Absolutely not. Never. If you work at Walmart, fucking mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) This one's for Um, everyone who's been caught stealing at Walmart. (laughs) Pour one out. You guys are all my friends. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. I don't have a dumb bitch. It's not that creepy. It's just like it's just weird. weird. Yeah, Ugh, we can't weird, always do the gross ones. Weird bitch of the week. They, the you know what? Most of them are gross. It's kind of refreshing when it's just fucking weird. Yeah, it's just inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. All right, time for the tweet of the week. Yeah, I have a tweet of the week. Okay. All right. So my tweet of the week is from Jesse at underscore Jorts underscore. Yes. Jesse said, "Maybe I'd be better at bowling if I was honest about my shoe size." <laughs> <laughs> are you like that yeah <laughs> you no like i'm good at bowling and i don't lie about my shoe size mm-hmm. but i'm always embarrassed because i have really small feet and i have to wear the kids size ones yeah i have really small yeah. feet too. <laughs> but i just think it's good commentary on people like lying about things about them and really making their lives harder <laughs> it's really funny yeah i was friends with this girl who i shouldn't say this but she we were buying shit from lululemon on sale okay online yeah and i was like what size did you buy so that i can know what size to buy for myself based on what proportional size i think i would be compared Mm -hmm. to you so she told me that she bought (laughs) lululemon's in a size zero and i was like that doesn't really make sense because she was significantly larger than me and i normally wear six yeah so i was like okay (laughs) Um, she was like well they're compression they're supposed to be tight she was i was like okay well i'll get a four and she was like get a two and I was like, I'll get a four. So I got, I sized, <laughs> down, I sized down one size. And then I, the first time I wore them to the gym, I completely split the ass out of them <gasps> the first no. time that I went to do a lunge. Yes. So when you lie about shit like that, it can not only hurt you. It hurts those around you. Yes. Literally. PSA. Also, we were talking about this the other day, having small feet. So I was out for drinks with a friend of the pod, Gloria Wallace. Hey. <laughs> First name, last name. <laughs> but she was saying that she always gets shit in her eyes. And I was like, it's because you have massive eyes. Like, yeah, they're just, yeah. like, big traps for stuff. Yeah. And I was like, it's kind of like how I have really small hands and feet proportionally to the rest of my body. And that's why I fall over all the time. And I also drop stuff all the time. And she was like, that seems right. And I was like, thank you. Nobody yeah. ever believes me. I remember you told me once that you felt like you had really small hands and feet. And I was like, okay. I do. I believe you. But it, that is literally, if you guys think about this, I'm average height, but I have really small feet. And that's- I think our feet are like the same size. So yeah. I know, but I'm so You're much like taller than you. just taller than I me. know. And I fall over- all of the time Mm -hmm. and you drop stuff think about it yes Mm -hmm. because i have small hands and they keep making phones bigger and bigger and i just want to say apple i'm aware of your ableism (laughs) so gloria has big eyes you have small hands and feet Mm -hmm. everybody has something right can you imagine how cute our baby would be it would be really cute (laughs) you guys would make a good baby huge eyes and (laughs) tiny tiny extremities (laughs) what's my problem you're small (laughs) Just generally? <laughs> yeah. That seems You're unfair. objectively <laughs> a tiny dormouse that lives in a shoe. <laughs> okay. You're a forest gnome. You're Dungeons and Dragons halfling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Okay, I have a tweet in the, of the week. I'm gonna cool. stop naming small things that Sophie is like. You're like a, a, a hobbit if it shaved hey. its entire body, including its head. I have small feet. That's true. I actually only shave my head. Ladies. <laughs> have a tweet for this week cool so tweet this week is from pat regan at p-o regan r-e-g-a-n and he tweets when i get a wedding invitation the first thing i do is call my lawyer what can be done can she get me out of this what are my rights when i'm not invited to a wedding the first thing i do is call my agent what can we do can she get me in who can she call I love that. That's so true. Me too. Because I want to be invited, but I don't want to have to go. Yes, me too. But it's like, how many times do you get invited to something and you're like, okay, this is a social obligation and I have to get out of it. This is how I feel when I get invited to fucking anything basically to do with my family. So I have a huge beef with like wedding culture. Yes. Because it's just like, how many fucking events can you possibly grift have? Like it's, I, I can't even throw myself a birthday party. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, how could you have... I used to do a joke that I don't really do anymore. It wasn't really forum, but it's like, why get married when you can just stand on stage with your partner, get a microphone, and just yell, fucking us! <laughs> Give me money! Us! <laughs> fucking we're in love! <laughs> Honestly, I think if I ever get married, mm-hmm. and then you have You're to, You're gonna like, do that. No. <laughs> If I ever get married, yeah. and then if I have a wedding, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, kiss your partner, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, everybody mind your own business. Every- everybody leave the room. <laughs> I'm gonna give out, like, yeah. sleep masks, and everybody's gonna have to put it on. <laughs> mind your business. I was thinking that... <laughs> it's uh, not for you. The, the way that people should get married is that, actually, what they have to do is that all the guests will just stand in a circle around them and they just have to fuck in the center of the room. <laughs> like but they can't, times. But they can't, yeah, but they can't really put on a show. They just have to fuck like they would fuck on, like, any given Thursday, like, <laughs> after, after, like, work and Netflix. Nothing fancy. Well, I mean, like, because I just don't want people that don't normally have hot sex to having have hot, hot sex, sex just yeah. for the sake of the audience, right? And if it's... And then the audience, we all get to confer... And if we vote that it's hot, they get to go on a honeymoon. <laughs> this is just because you want to watch people fuck. No, I actually don't. I don't want to watch people that are in established couples usually fuck. I would love to watch people fuck if real life was like The Sims and I could <laughs> pick who was doing it and where. <laughs> Make them woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Local comedians fuck bracket <laughs> March Madness. <laughs> yes, we have that. Mind your business. <laughs> okay, so when I get invited to a wedding or whatever, like not not just a wedding. Weddings are fine. What I want to get fucking out of is engagement parties. Yes, bachelorette yes. parties, wedding showers, baby showers. I picked a fight with my own mother so that I wouldn't have to go to my sister-in-law's baby shower. Did it work? Yes. Nice. The only person that cared if I went was my mom. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just in a fight with my mom. That makes sense. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of shitty of me to do because it was like about a week before Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well. But it was highly effective. They and I would, I would, I would recommend it to anybody. <laughs> like, you know kids. what I mean? Like $50 gift card to... 
Toys R Us. Whoever said millennials are putting them out of business. Apparently, my stepsister has taken it upon herself <laughs> to keep them that. in business personally. <laughs> I don't want to go to your wedding, but you're fucking right. If you don't invite me, I'm going to be pissy too. Well, if you're going to invite me to a wedding, you better have an open bar. That's what I'm it's saying. It's really disrespectful to not have an open bar at a wedding. Dude, one time I went to my friend's wedding when she, we were like 20. She's Mormon. She's getting married. Mm-hmm. Forgot it was going to be a dry wedding. Was absolutely going to Great Bid Sea concert afterwards. Don't make fun of me. I'm from Newfoundland. I'm allowed. Oh, so you were going to pre-drink at the wedding? Yes. Uh. I was I was like, I'm going to get my cheap drink on before I go. And then I was like, oh my God. So do you know what me and my friend who at the wedding had to do? What? Fucking go to the LCBO, get a Mickey, go to McDonald's, dollar drink yes. day, fucking park her Mickey. car and get, a- <laughs> get into it before the concert. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was probably a daytime wedding too, right? Yeah. And then my, (laughs) it was such a dramatic night. I ran into my brother because the guy I was seeing at the time's friends were drunk and trying to pick a fight with my brother. Anyways, if your wedding's dry, go fuck yourself. If your wedding has a cash bar, you can't afford to get married, go fuck yourself. Exactly. My, (laughs) one of my family members went to a wedding once and he didn't know it was going to be dry. Uh, And he went and he's like, fuck this. But it was in a big conference center. So he just left and went up a floor and he found this like work event that was going on that had an open bar. That's what's up, baby. So he just walked in in order to Mm -hmm. drink. Yeah. But he only drinks like women's drinks like mixed cocktails like Mm -hmm. manhattans and stuff so everybody noticed him right away Mm because he's a big like Mm -hmm. former marine that was like drinking an apple teeny yeah and they were like oh what department do you work in Mm -hmm. and he went let's not talk about work and they're like yeah i'll drink to that (laughs) (laughs) and then he was there for like an hour and then he went back to the wedding that's so funny (laughs) they bought him drinks that's like in uh arrested development when uh i never anyone uh, who works at the film studio asked maybe how old she is and she's like ha, 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 marry me, me? <laughs> <laughs> marry me <laughs> yeah that's so real one time my ex-girlfriend was at a wedding for a girl she went to high school with who was really religious mm-hmm. and they were like 18 mm-hmm. yeah of course yeah. well that's why i already got married yeah. when i was like 20 she was like 19 yeah. yeah so my ex is like nice i'm gonna get my drink on but they only had mm-hmm. wine at dinner because it was mm-hmm. like a catholic wedding yeah so she's like hey Can't i guess be- i'll get mm-hmm. fucked on red wine yeah so yeah. she drinks a glass mm-hmm. and then turns out that they're only giving everybody one glass and then right. she was like hey guys can i get a Jesus little more only has so much blood <laughs> she was like hey guys can i get a little bit more blood of christ <gasps> and everybody's just silent <laughs> <laughs> all right are we good i think we're good yeah all right cool thanks guys so much shirts were sent out this week mm-hmm. local shirt deliveries are ongoing per your guys's convenience yes and you should be getting them soon and take pictures of you wearing them Please and send them to them. us they look so cute on everybody i've seen in the shirts so far yeah yeah they look great And, oh yeah, we do have another bonus episode coming out on Friday, as well as starting this episode, our patrons will have access to our regular episodes one day early. So, so you might be listening to this on a Monday, and if you're listening to it on a Tuesday, you could be listening to it on a Monday. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a good week. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.
I am a stupid bitch.